0: What? which means we got news stories. And I just want to say, apparently we're bringing back everything from the 80s. Um, Mullets have made their way back. Um, Square bodies have made their way back. Um, Assault weapons bans have made their way back. Uh, The U.S. government starting fires has made their way back. Um, So, I mean, hey, it's, you know, apparently the nostalgia was so real that we just brought all of the worst shit about the 80s back. Except for the mullets, because if you can pull off a mullet, that shit's sick. Anyways, we are going to get into all the fun stuff. You can find us on all these platforms Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitter, Anchor, and Spotify. LP Veterans Caucus, leading libertarians to veteran issues, leading veterans to libertarian solutions. James Target for Kentucky, that's T O L L E R, the number 4KY.com, that's Target for Kentucky. People over politics, people helping people. Uh, Mr. Tari is in Kentucky. I need to get up with him and find out kind of what the, the rallying cry is right now for uh, the floods in Kentucky. Um, I know there's a lot of people that have lost their homes, a lot of people dead, and it's just a bad situation all the way around. I do need to get up with him. So, uh, but yeah, go help the man out. Don't throw a few, uh, few coins to your witcher up there in Kentucky and, uh, yeah, help the man out. Chris Byrne for Alaska's congressman, because, you know, if there's going to be one seat for the House from Alaska, it needs to be this man, Chris Byrne. If you need any more explanation as to why it should be Chris Byrne, um, he did the entire interview from his F-350. So, I mean, what more do you need? I mean, the man needs help. Anybody who willingly drives a the Ford these days needs assistance. So go help the man out. Go to itstimealaska.com. And uh, throw the man uh, a few bones and help his campaign out. I'm going to send him that clip. He'll love it. He'll fucking hate it. Uh, Go to inauguralpodcast.com. You can catch, you know, you can find all the merch there. You can see all the episodes there. They get posted there. Uh, You can see bios on everybody in case you're interested in that weird shit. Uh, Yeah. Also, if you're interested in booking someone for the show or coming on yourself, it's super easy to do. All you have to do is email secretary at notpodcast dot com and that's it she just she she i don't know how it all works. she does some magic stuff um apparently, there's a schedule that I don't know about, and I'm booked up for like a month or so now. I don't know I've lost control of everything, and I love it. <laughs> go to like now.com dot tactical.com use that link that's how they know that we sent you that i know that they know that we know that i know that they know that i know that they know that i know that they know that i know that uh that one's gonna get longer current Kern for com slash donate it's timealaska.com use the hashtag chris for ak uh if you are driving anything that's not a Ford truck? Use the hashtag Chris for AK. Do that. That'll be fun. Uh, LPVest.com, especially if it's like a lowered Civic with the fart can't and like the cambered wheels, use the hashtag for AK so I know not to follow you. Uh, LPVest.com, hashtag AnarchyLube. If you don't know, you don't know. Facebook.com slash BK for Senate. Don't know who that is. com. Awesome dude. All of these things, people I don't know. And then this guy, will 4 OK.com, because Will is okay. That should be his slogan. Will is okay. He's not okay. He's still trapped in the basement. Nobody, see, the the deal was, the deal was, somebody buys merch and lets me know, and uh, I would set him free. And nobody's done it yet, so I guess you all enjoy Will living in my basement in a house that has actually sold. I don't, I don't own the property anymore, so I can't. I'd have to break into the house to, to set them free, and none of y'all want to see that. So you know what? Whatever. That's your problem. Ah, uh, it's Will's problem, I guess. There you go. But anyways, we're gonna get on to the news. Um, I don't know where I want to start. It's all awful. It's all shit. Well, I guess we'll start with the fires, because we didn't start the fires, the government did. So, apparently, this is an article coming from Reuters. After starting the New Mexico fire, the U.S. government asks the victims to pay. Because, of course, they do, because that's how the federal government works. They will break stuff and then blame everyone else for it. So, in Tierra Monte, New Mexico, which I'm probably saying that wrong... After the U.S. government started the largest wildfire in New Mexico's history, oh, in, in their recorded history, in April, it is asking victims to share recovery costs on private land, jeopardizing relief efforts, according to residents and of state officials. I will repeat that. It is asking victims to share recovery costs on private land, jeopardizing relief efforts according to residents and state officials. So the federal government the federal government starts the largest wildfire in New Mexico's recorded history and is like, hey, you guys should totally help us with this. Like we want you to pay us to fix the fire that we caused. I can't make this shit up. I can't. So the blaze was sparked by US Forest Services uh, pre, uh, so it's under their prescribed fires to reduce wildfire risks. Uh, turns out that wasn't true. The burns went out of control after a series of missteps. Shocking. Torching 432 residences over 530 square miles of mostly privately owned forests and meadows, much of it being held by members of century-old Indo-Hispano yeah I said that right Indo hispano ranching communities once again, they're just targeting minority communities because you know it's the government they just fucking hate everybody, but mostly minorities and people with the understanding of what rights are and people who don't pay taxes to so all of us they hate all of us that's 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 what it is. So, uh, and this is a quote, uh, today I'm announcing the federal government's covering 100% of the costs, President Joe Biden said during a visit to New Mexico in June. Biden was announcing a disaster declaration that covered debris, removal, and emergency protective measures. The fact that he has to come out and say that they're not going to make victims of a wildfire that they started pay for the, the recovery of the wildfire that they started is is pretty pathetic. Um, it, that's like, that would be like me driving my truck into your house and then asking you to pay to get my truck fixed. That is exactly what this is. But federal cost sharing statutes on uh, on other federal programs are limiting by its authority and exposing holes in the government safety net meant to help survivors and restore landscapes. It is a system more Americans will turn to as extreme fires and flooding become the climate change norm. Blah blah blah. I didn't cause the damn fire is a quote. It's that's not attributed to anybody. It's just a quote in the article. I didn't cause this damn fire. I should put that on a t-shirt. Ooh, I should put that on a t-shirt and then it's like the the, the New Mexico state outline. That'd be good. Biden's measure was uh, meant to bridge FEMA relief and a congressional bill that may pass in this fall to provide 100% federal compensation for losses from the so-called Permanent's Peak, California Canyon Fire. It to help people in California, but, you know, people in Indo-Hispanos in New Mexico can go fuck themselves, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, it's just, it goes on and talks about you know, individuals who've lost, you know, family members, they lost their homes, they lost their family homes, they've lost all of this stuff. Um, and in reality, I don't think the government should ever pay for anything unless they specifically break it. If they specifically break something, they cause a fire and it destroys property, they should be 100% responsible for paying for that. Um, if, if a federal agent shoots your dog, the the federal government should be 100% responsible for that. They shouldn't be giving you healthcare. They shouldn't be giving you food. They shouldn't be giving you water. They should be taking care of stuff that they have broken. And eventually we just stop letting them break stuff because they will just cease to exist. So it goes on to people applying for aid, um, under different programs. People aren't getting that or they're being told, like, they'll get minimal compensation, all this stuff. And it's a low income area that was mostly hit. It's just it goes on and on and on. It's disgusting. But the premise of the article is that the federal government started the fire and then has left people stranded because they just don't fucking care and they don't know what they're doing. So here we are. More Waco-style news. Uh, Let's get into this new um, assault weapons ban, because that's what we needed this year. Oh, God. So, HR-1808, which is the assault weapons ban of 2022, has passed the House, unfortunately. It now has to go to the Senate, where hopefully there is enough enough Republicans who aren't completely spineless to say, hey, we shouldn't pass this. At this point, I would not be surprised if this thing didn't sweep through the Senate, get passed, and then get signed at the White House and whatever. But. So H.R. 1808, and I will read the the very brief summary that is provided on congress.gov. I will actually copy the link to the bill if you want to read it directly. That way you can read along. It's story time. There we go. It's posted. So the summary of H.R. 1808, and I will read verbatim. It says the assault weapons ban of 2021, which is now the assault weapons ban of 2022. This bill makes it a crime to knowingly import, sell, manufacture, transfer, or possess a semi-automatic assault weapon, or their acronym is SAW, which is funny because the squad automatic weapon is something I would love to personally own. <laughs> but I guess if this bill passes, I will can say I now own a SAW or several according to this bill. Or, large capacity ammunition feeding devices. Or, the acronym is LCAFD. They couldn't find anything more clever like magazine. They could have called it a magazine. But instead, they called it a large capacity ammunition feeding device. That is the most nerdy dorky shit I've ever heard. I guarantee you, the, the aid, the, the group of aides that wrote this has never seen a titty in their life. Whatever. The prohibition does not apply to a firearm that is, one, manually operated by a bolt, pump, lever, or slide action, two, permanently inoperable, three, an antique, or four, a rifle or shotgun specifically identified by make and model basically meaning that they will exempt certain makes and models if it's an antique, which antique firearms already do not fall under um, most firearm legislation anyways. Uh, permanently inoperable, same thing. Most of those, I mean, it's a, if it's a destroyed firearm, it doesn't follow firearm legislation because guess what? The ATF no longer classifies that as a firearm. Uh, and then, manually operated by bolt, pump, lever, or slide action would make it no longer semi-automatic. So I'm glad they clarified that a bolt action, pump action, lever action, or slide action is not, in fact, a semi-automatic firearm. Awesome. The bill also exempts from the prohibition of the uh, the prohibition. The bill also exempts from the prohibition the following with respect to a saw or l el- <laughs> Importation, sale, manufacture, transfer, or possession related to certain law enforcement efforts or authorized tests or experiments. Cops can have these things. You can't. Thou art greater than you. Importation, sale, transfer, or possession related to securing nuclear materials and possession by a retired law enforcement officer. So, cops can buy these things retired cops can buy these things. And if you're securing nuclear material, you can buy these things. All you have to do is buy enough uranium 234 and now you can buy whatever guns you want to apparently. I mean that sounds amazing. There's no way that goes wrong at all. The bill uh per uh this, the bill permits continued possession, sale, or transfer of grandfathered saw, which must be, a, must be securely stored. A licensed gun dealer must conduct a background check prior to the sale or transfer of a grandfathered saw between private parties. The bill permits continued possession of but prohibits sale or transfer of a grandfathered uh, lecav hold. Uh, newly manufactured lecav must display serial number identification and manufacturer's saws and locabudas. Must display the date of manufacture. This bill also allows a sale or a state or local government to use. Holy shit. The Edward Brine Memorial Justice Assistant Grant Program funds to compensate individuals who s- surrender a saw under a gun back. Bar- bar. Jesus fucking Christ. So they're basically target like they're going to structure this or well, they have structured it similarly to how uh machine guns are banned in the United States so pretty much as soon as this bill goes into effect, from my understanding of the way the bill is written, anything predating that was manufactured before um, the bill passes is legal to own possess, and transfer, I guess. But you can't make any new stuff or sell new stuff, which is weird because it says it's it, it's a crime to knowingly import, sell, manufacture, transfer, possess, a semi-automatic assault weapon or large capacity ammunition feeding device. But then later on it talks about uh, the bill permits continued possession Oh, okay, but it does prohibit the sale of transfer or transfer of a grandfathered. What? It's so. This is just. It's another one of these bills that they made it so complicated that they want you to fuck up, so they can just t- take take a gun and not give you shit. The, the bill permits continued possession, sale, or transfer of a grandfathered saw, which must be securely storage. Yeah, so you can still sell these guns as long as it's before the bill uh, manufactured before the bill passes. So it'll be exactly the same way that we treat class three machine guns in the United States. You can totally own them a hundred percent own them. You just have to do all this extra paperwork and give extra money for it and do extra background checks, which this is so stupid. This bill will protect exactly zero people. It will save exactly zero lives. You know what it will do is it will create extra revenue for the ATF and the federal government. It will also make sure that cops have better guns than you. That is the entire point of this. And it's not even just police organizations or entities that can buy this stuff. It specifically refers to retired police officers can buy these things. This is the only firearm legislation that I know of that specifically states that for, uh, retired law enforcement officers can buy these things. Class three items, that it doesn't exist um, uh, when it comes to, like, like, yeah, so anything else. There's no other gun legislation that specifically identifies retired officers as being allowed to own them. For whatever reason, they added it to this. Don't know why. And I don't know why they don't post, why, why they didn't include prior military. Law, most law enforcement agencies only train with handguns. So why are they now automatically qualified to carry a semi-automatic weapon? You know, which would be like an AR, a shotgun, a pistol. It, I will go into their, what their definition is. But now all of a sudden they're saying because you did 20 years, you know, beating minorities and beating the hell out of your wife, you are now allowed to buy whatever gun you want to that's been banned under this bill. But it never specifies that prior service uh, military members can own them, which it would make sense to, right? I mean, these people have had more actual training with these style weapons than law enforcement has. But it's not anything to do about making sense. It's to make sure that the people who would who would fight and die to make sure the state has their power can still have their guns. So I will get into the definitions. So under section one, subsection, I'm sorry, section two, under definitions, Uh, subsection 40 it says the term semi-automatic assault weapon means any of the the following regardless of country of manufacture or caliber or ammunition accepted a a semi-automatic rifle that has the capacity to accept a detachable ammunition feeding device and has any one of the following a pistol grip, a forward grip a folding, telescoping, or detachable stock, or a stock that is otherwise foldable or adjustable in a manner that operates to reduce the length, size, or any other dimension, or otherwise enhances the concealability of the weapon. Four, a grenade launcher, a barrel shroud, a threaded barrel. Okay, so you can legally buy a 37 millimeter grenade launcher attachment for an AR-15. You can buy chalk rounds. It is still illegal to own explosives under all current legislation. The the only, I have no conceivable understanding as to why they thought grenade launcher makes fucking sense. That was just one of those things that they just added because, you know what? It sounds cool. It's like that USA... Uh, you say today mean that everyone it comes around every now and then where it's like the the modifications of an AR-15, chainsaw, baby launcher, uh, tortilla chip bag. I mean, it's so stupid. What's wrong with having a 37 millimeter chalk launcher? I mean, it's not going to get rid of anything because if you already own it, you already own it, and it's completely legal still. Even if this bill passed tomorrow, all of these things are still legal if you already own it. It's not reducing the number in circulation. It's reducing the number that they can manufacture. So, uh, B, a semi-automatic rifle that has a fixed ammunition feeding device with the capacity to accept more than 15 rounds, except for an attached tubular device designed to accept and capable of operating only with twenty-two caliber rimfire ammunition which is staunchly contradictory to the initial definition, which was the term semi-automatic assault weapon means any of the following, regardless of country, manufacturer, or caliber, or ammunition, accepted. And then here it's like, by the way, there are exceptions. (sighs) C. Any part, combination of parts, component, device, attachment, or accessory that is designed or functions, To accelerate the rate of fire, a semi-automatic firearm, but not convert the semi-automatic firearm into a machine gun. So would my finger be illegal if I am able to pull the trigger faster tomorrow than I was today? Because that is now a component. D... A semi-automatic pistol that has an ammunition feeding device that is not a fixed ammunition feeding device and has any one of the following. A threaded barrel, a second pistol grip, which is already illegal. If they read their own fucking legislation, putting a pistol grip or another like forward grip on a pistol now makes it an AOW, which is any other weapon which is illegal to manufacture just as a civilian a barrel shroud the capacity to accept a detachable ammunition feeding device at a at some location outside of the pistol grip a semi-automatic version of an automatic firearm so like uzis like like clone uzis for example would be illegal because it's now semi-automatic instead of full auto, which is incredibly stupid. It is a stupid reason to ban something. This is this whole bill is stupid, but that is quite possibly the dumbest reason to ban a firearm is because it's a semi-automatic version of an automatic firearm. A manufactured weight of 50 ounces or more when unloaded. Why? What is, what arbitrary standard is that? Were they like, we need to weigh guns and figure out what's too heavy for people to carry? Fifty ounces is not a lot. That is a arbitrary standard of just pure stupidity, and would just should explain to you how incredibly fucking stupid this entire bill is and continues to get. A buffer tube, stabilizing brace, or similar component that provides horizontally uh, protrudes horizontally behind the pistol grip. This entire section is specifically targeting AR pistols. That's it. It's all well, AR pistols. And then like the ATS definition is you can have something that looks like a rifle, but it's a pistol because of the way that it's manufactured. So if it doesn't have a buttstock, it has a pistol grip, but the barrel is shorter than a certain length. It's now a pistol. It can look like a rifle. It can look just like a shotgun, but if it meets certain standards, it's no longer a shotgun or a rifle. It's now a pistol. Which is also fucking stupid. (sighs) fuck. Subsection E. A semi-automatic pistol with a fixed ammunition feeding device that has the capacity to accept more than 15 rounds. F. A semi-automatic shotgun that has the capacity to accept a detachable ammunition feeding device or a fixed ammunition feeding device. That has the capacity to accept more than five rounds and has any one of the following a folding telescoping or detachable sock a pistol grip or a bird's head grip a forward grip or a grenade launcher they're giving me a hell of a Christmas wish list this year I have seen i don't I don't own guns that's crazy I mean who owns guns is there? um but if I were such The individual who would own a semi-automatic shotgun that accepted magazines that accepted more than five rounds and was like, what more do I need in my life? I have found it. I am now going to go buy a 37 millimeter grenade launcher to attach to my shotgun just so it's extra illegal when this bill comes out that sounds like the ultimate fuck you home defense device. Because when you dump every ra- every sh- uh, shell in that uh, magazine into the dude who decided to fuck around and find out, you can now signal the coroner as to which house it is with a chalk marker from your grenade launcher. This This is getting good. I'm excited about Christmas this year. A grenade launcher is going to go fantastic with my shotgun that I don't own. Um, G, any shotgun with a revolving cylinder. Ooh, that's going to suck for people that have those rhinos. H, all of the following rifles, co- uh, copies, duplicates, variants, or altered uh, fasten mills with the capability of any such weapon thereof. All AK types, including the following. AK, AK AK47, 47, AK 47S, AK 40, uh, AK 74s, AKM, AKS, AK, ARM, MAK 90, MISR, 90, NHM 91, Rock River Arms, LARs 47, SA 85, SA 93, Victor Arms, AK 47, uh, VEPRs, Walsers, 10s, and WUMs. Oh, and they just go on to just list off manufacturers and different kinds of AKs. Section two. All AR types, including the following AR tens, AR fifteens, AR why are they banning AR tens? AR tens are five AR safer. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I gotta take the comments. Only feds own guns. Yes. Uh, Well, when this bill passes through, yes, only feds will have guns. Um, AR10s, AR15s, Alexander Arms, Overmatch, Plus 16. What the fuck? I think they went on Gunbroker and just found a bunch of random shit. They typed in AR15, and then just whatever name popped up, that's what they picked. Same thing with AK. Armalite M15-22 Long Rifle Carbine. Armalite M15-T, Barrett REC-7s, Beretta AR-70s, Black Rain Ordnance Recon Scout, Bushmaster ACR, Bushmaster Carbon-15, Bushmaster MOE Series, Bushmaster MX-15, Chip of (laughs) Firearms, M4 rifles, Colt Match Target Rifles, Core Rifle Systems, Core 15 Rifles, Daniel Defense M4A1 rifles, Double Dog Arms 15 Series rifles, Diamondback DB15 rifles, which I don't I don't specifically own one of those. Double Star AR rifles, DPMS tactical rifles, DSA Inc ZM4 carbine, Heckler and Koch MR556, High Standard HSA15. It it just goes on to list, legitimately just list companies that make AR-15s and then the variants of AR-15s that they make. A Barrett M107A1, which is a variant of the 50, and a Barrett M82A1, which is another variant of the 50 Cal. A Baretta CX-4 Storm, Calico Liberty Series, It's just, it goes on. High point carbine. If this was about safety, you would want more people to own high points. Specifically because they will jam every time you use it. You will never see another mass shooter if more people have high points. Because number one, they'll be too fucking embarrassed to carry it anywhere. And two, it'll jam after the first round if it even cycles the first round properly. Uh, HK-91s, kel sub-2000s, Jesus Christ, all Thompson rifles, and it goes on and on and on and on and on and on, and it just, holy shit, all belt-fed semi-automatic firearms, including the TNW M2HB and the FN M2495. Any combination of parts from which a firearm described in subparagraphs A through K can be assembled. The frame or receiver of a rifle or shotgun described in, paragra- in paragraph and subparagraph A, B, C, F, G, H, J, K. The term large capacity ammunition feeding device, here we go, means a magazine, belt drum, bed strip, or similar device, including any such device, joined or coupled with another in any manner. That has the overall capacity of, or that can be readily restored, changed, or converted to accept more than 15 rounds of ammunition. And does not include an attached tubular device designed to accept and capable of operating only with twenty-two cut. Someone has a tubular, like a, a rifle with a tubular magazine that only shoots twenty twos. Because they specifically said this gun is a okay, everything else is bad. Like someone that wrote this legislation made sure that their ass was covered when they wrote this. Like no shit, this this specific line, uh, tubular device designed to accept and capable of operating only with 22 caliber rifle and am- uh, rim fire ammunition. Is in this legislation a bunch. It is all over this fucking uh, bill. For what reason, I have no idea. All, my best guess is someone really, really wanted to make sure that their gun was safe. And so and it, the, the term barrel shroud means a shroud that is attached to or partially or completely encircles the barrel of a firearm so that the shroud protects the user of the firearm from heat generated by the barrel. Which is a safety issue. Handguards on ARs are not there strictly for looks. They are designed so that you can hold the rifle further out, which provides more stability, and so that you don't burn your fucking hand after three rounds. It is not there for... Oh, God. They were designed to keep people from burning their hands. And so guess what? Let's say they take handguards off. You know what a mass shooter will just do? They won't have one. They'll just have a set of fucking heat-proof gloves and they'll just use that. Or the next Uvalde shooting will be conducted by the U.S. government anyways and so it won't matter. The feds will just give them the fucking guns and a pickup truck and when the kid's only 18 working at fucking McDonald's. If you can I want to know how, in this economy, an 18-year-old can work at a fast food joint, buy a brand new F-150, and like $6,000 worth of guns and ammunition, and go on a vacation for three months where not even his parents knew where he was, disappeared, and go training. Oh, God bless America. Yes, Jenny, or meme horn, never go for a high point. Oh. I uh, just uh, this is quite possibly the dumbest legislation I' ever read like someone at high Point got really excited because their name is wedged between Bushmaster and like beretta like this This is the highest like rating they've ever gotten in the entire company's history. Joke's on you. My face isn't legislation. It's doctrine. Joke's on you. So yeah. HR 1808 is a dumpster fire that's rolling down the hill in New Mexico towards a cattle ranch of Indo-Hispanos that the federal government set on fire to stop forest fires created the largest forest fire in history. Oh my God. This, uh, the legislation doesn't stop anybody from owning these things. It doesn't. It specifically says it doesn't. All they're going to do is two things. One, price out minority communities who are already struggling to own these things now. They're going to make sure that they can't afford them in the future. And number two, they're going to make the market so extravagant that I could probably sell some of the guns that I don't own here in about five years and fucking retire. If you haven't noticed, if you've never done so, go on Gun Broker, go to the Class 3 section, and look at what an Uzi calls for, a fully functioning Uzi. And there were so many of them that they're the cheaper ones on there. You're talking 10 grand at a good price. Imagine in 15, 20 years, if this legislation sticks around, what an A like a good AR will go for. Because they're not gonna make parts anymore. They're not, they're definitely not gonna let you buy them. It is time to start buying 3D printers, everyone. It is time to start buying 3D printers. Time to start making ammunition at home. And it's time to start fighting back. It's, it's going to be just making the stuff and refusing to not cooperate at first. And it's going to come back to eventually just fighting back. Let's see what Johnny says. Johnny said... 96% of all mass shootings occur in gun-free zones. Turns out criminals prefer to pick targets where they know their victims can't shoot back. So good job, government, for facilitating mass shootings. Yet another failed policy. What a surprise. In 15 seconds, a mass shooter was stopped by a civilian with a gun because the shooter mistakenly thought the location was a gun-free zone. Unaware the state law had changed two weeks prior. On the other hand, for 70 minutes, police sat in a school. Yes, yes, yes. Um. People with guns stop bad people with guns. I know that's a Republican cliche. However, it is a fucking truth. People with good qualifications, good training, will stop people with guns who tend to do bad things, as we've seen in churches over the years. Uh, there's that, that gentleman, I believe is in Texas. Uh, there's a guy come in with a shotgun, clacked one off at one of the greeters, and was making his way towards the pulpit and guess what? This guy from across the room, and it was a big room, dropped a guy with one shot. The, the first individual who was shot at point blank was killed, unfortunately. However, this guy who, who made a magnificent headshot from across the room, a moving target, saved the day. The gentleman in the mall who stopped a mass shooter, hero. The the cops in Uvalde, Texas, fucking carrots who deserve to be shot, hung, and then their tongues set on fire, and then the tongues deserve to be shot as well. Um, there uh, there is no legislation that has ever ever stopped a mass shooting or even slowed one down. Chicago is basically a gun free zone at this point. Still, massive amounts of shootings. Drive-by shootings. I mean, just, and they can blame every state around it. I mean, you could ban guns nationwide. Guess what? Crime will skyrocket. Mass shootings will skyrocket because if there's no one to stop them, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they rob a bank? Why wouldn't they shoot up a school? Why wouldn't they do these things? If there's no one to stop them, why not do it? Cops aren't going to save your life. They have The Supreme Court has already dictated that cops have no responsibility and no requirement to save your life in an event. None. They can watch you bleed to death and nothing happens to them. They can watch somebody shoot you. Not their problem. As long as they stop the shooter afterwards. Or to arrest them. Oh, yes, Johnny. Printing will continue until freedom improves. It turns against. Yes, yes, Yes. So I'm done with HR 1808. It the definitions that they picked are just a, it's comical at best. I don't know why grenade launcher was included. Um, I, I I feel like chain saw should have also been included. I'm actually. I have been looking at this specific company, I think, at a Texarkana who makes chainsaw. Uh, like the DeWalt battery-powered chainsaws for ARs. Let me tell you something. Uh, if, when, if and when I do purchase this attachment and you break into the house in the middle of the night, you will see two things. One, you will see bootlegs standing naked. And two, you will see a very well-lit chainsaw that is revving. Coming at you. Because I'm not going to shoot you. But the ammo is too damn expensive. And I don't feel like. Patching bullet holes in the wall. Blood I can mop up. That's easy. Plus the sound of a chainsaw. Coming at you. Ooh buddy. Yeah so they're, they're banning grenade launchers. That are attached. To rifles. Yeah, yeah that's a level right now. All right, so I'm going to hurt some more feelings. So this article was sent to me by Maya Ojalento. I've butchered her name, and I do greatly apologize, madam. But she sent me this article. It's from the Babylon Bee. That is what I'm talking about, the chainsaw bayonet. That is exactly what I'm talking about. And it is entitled "Eleven Pickup Lines for Libertarians to Use if They Ever Meet a Girl." And let's be honest, most of you guys will never meet a female. And if you do, you will fucking be weird about it, because most of you just live online like fucking weirdos who live in your mom's basement. All right. So even this, and I, I really, I was super excited about doing this article. Like I told nobody about it, and I saved it all for this. Even the staunchest libertarians deserves love. <laughs> Eh, do they no i've seen how you guys act online you don't so throw away the pot you only smoke out of uh, you th- th- so throw away the pot you only smoke out of principle and take a shower you son of liberty you're gonna need to put in a little effort into a girl if you ever find one you probably won't because she's not going to come hang out in your mom's basement Here's some pickup lines to add to your repertoire. I don't believe in big government, but I, I, but it should be illegal to look that good. Are you made of gold? Cause you're the standard by which women should be measured. Hello, I'm wearing deodorant. When I saw you, my heart experienced runaway inflation. Are you the Federal Reserve? 'Cause I'd like to audit you, girl. You almost make me want to sign a <laughs> girl. You almost make me want to sign a government document confirming my eternal love for you. Almost, we're good. I don't need a reckless monetary policy to increase my interest rate in you. Uh, how about you and I go somewhere quieter and listen to my podcast? <laughs> I must be an artificially inflated dollar because I'm falling for you taxation is theft want to make out please hang out with me I am extremely lonely many of you should probably stick to that last one Uh, unless you've got a podcast in which case do a podcast and make jokes about how you'll never talk to a girl again because you have a podcast Which one was your favorite uh let's let's see in the comments because this is, yeah it's depressing how accurate some of these are, and I guarantee someone has unironically used some of these when I saw you, my heart experienced runaway inflation. Are you the Federal Reserve because I'd like to audit you. Girl, you almost made me want to sign a government document confirming my eternal love for you. Almost. That was a <laughs> taxation stuff. Want to make out? I think I'm actually. But... I'm so glad I'm listening to this high right now. I am very glad you're listening to this high too, because that's probably the only way that this shit makes sense. That's. I assume that everybody who's watching this is either drunk or high right now, because why would you watch this shit? Or listen to this shit. Without being drunk or high. I fucking wouldn't. Are you taxation? Because you just stole my heart. Me more. I'm taking. But I love you too. That's a good one. That is pretty good. Hashtag best. All right. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. That's it. We're going to just call it. Because that was... No, you are one hundred percent correct. I would just lock you out of the house and watch you behave like a feral animal for like an hour and a half until you get tired and hungry, and then wander off to go find food. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, um, I was going to leave you with some some good. Oh Jesus! I'll have to send it to you later. Off off the air. I am food-motivated, yes. Uh, for those who don't know, Meme Whore is not actually a human being. She's more zombie than person. Uh, so you'll just randomly hear her wandering around saying food instead of brains. It's food. Food. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, instead of doing a, a happy thing tonight, I gave you good advice. Um, if you're a Libertarian male, uh, stop being a fucking Libertarian if you want to date. That's pretty much all I can give you. That's the only advice I can give you. Or it's just stop being so fucking libertarian and creepy and weird and talking about philosophy for six and a half hours because, bro, I don't even want to hear that shit. So. Anywho. Ladies and gentlemen, I love you. Y'all have a great night and a great week. There will be no show this next Sunday because I will not be around to do so. However, I believe it'll be the following Sunday that I will be trying out something new. It'll be interesting. We'll see how it goes. I'm I'm excited about it. I have a very special co-host who will be uh, joining me um, for the purpose of providing um, oppositional commentary, is what I'll call it even though she is not so oppositional. oppositional. Um, she is a transgender democratic socialist. So yes, uh, I found someone, I found all the titles of someone I felt like was completely opposite of me. And we will go from there. It'll be great discussion. Um, she'll bring some articles, I'll bring some articles. We'll talk about them, we'll debate them. And it'll be fun. Uh, Hopefully it's not super serious all the time because that shit's whack. But uh, we'll see how it goes. And, uh, yeah, so, um, but anyways, I hope y'all have a great week. I love y'all. You know, do the things. And, uh, yes, I am in the ocean. I'm currently 30,000 leagues under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. I'm going offline now because I'm tired and I want to go eat.